0: There's always going to be something new to recover from. There's always going to be something new in your life that's going to be challenging to work through. So let's talk about it. You're tuned in to the Ideas in Motion podcast, and I'm your host, Karen Wilson, creative professional. I help people declutter their life so that they can customize their rock solid mindset, movement, and momentum strategy to improve in all areas of life. Your body is an ecosystem let's treat it that way. I received last week a beautiful message from one of the podcast listeners who had listened to an episode I recorded in the summary summer on uh, recovery mindset. His words and takeaways move me to revisit this concept of developing a recovery mindset. And I just have to say, I love it when y'all message me. Yes, I am a Canadian that says y'all. I I can't help it. I love the way it sounds and I feel like it's inclusive. (laughs) But I had recorded an episode on authenticity that was planned to release this week. I wrote a blog about it and somehow forgot to schedule it. I felt like that was a sign that we needed to talk about recovery again. And then, of course, the universe wanted to make sure I was listening. And when I sat down with my mindset coach the other day, guess what our topic of discussion was? Well, the blend of high-performance mindset with the recovery mindset. You know, I, like many people I know, probably yourself too, I've been brought up to do my best, push my hardest, dove back down. And as a young adult and even into my 40s, I found that It's been a delicate dance between hustle, doing everything I can, this culture around it, and then fitting in my self-care. As I described it in my book, Be Weightless, I didn't really know all the things about self-care. To do the things that let my body know that I liked it, I'm working with it, and giving it what it needs to continue to unconditionally give me what I'm asking from it. And that includes a recovery mindset. In fact, it's the recovery mindset that has carried me through my darkest times and my biggest wins. But I used to think that self-care was like, okay, well, I'm working out, I'm eating healthfully, I'm watching what I eat, I'm making sure I'm losing weight, I'm not, you know, gaining anything. And really, that can actually sometimes add to the pile of stress. And you need to have the recovery built in. So for example, if I'm having a hardcore workout or scheduling in, you know, that, that marathon run that's going to be 32 kilometers, I shouldn't be expecting myself to, you know, go and work a 12-hour shift on the Monday. <laughs> but yet I did and then do all the other things around it that, you know, involve is being a mom, you know, always on and always working at 100%. And then feeling like when you need to back off, there's this guilt around self-care. Well, self-care is not just about painting your toenails and going to get a haircut. You know, um, as I record this, it's January 2022. We're at the end of January. And wherever you are in the world, you are recovering from something right now. We all are emotionally, financially, physically. it's, It's all the same all of those things have an impact in our overall wellness. So how can you adopt a recovery mindset when the world seems to want you to have only a high performance, only push harder, push through, suck it up, all the things that we're told that make us feel as though, you know, we're weak if we take a break? The truth is, You must have the recovery mindset to be able to be the long-term high achiever that you know you are. It's not one or the other. They go hand in hand. It's something that I've gone through so many times in my life, recovery. I feel like sometimes I'm a pro at it just because I've been knocked down so many times, you know, and you have to recover. Sometimes things have hit me so hard, the length of time I'm in recovery seems to never end. Adopting the recovery mindset starts with facing the truth. So you have to see it. You must face that ugly truth. Embrace it with two hands and say, this is where I am. This is my reality right now. It does no one any good if I'm miserable about it. It does nobody any good if I'm not taking ownership and just sitting in the corner feeling sorry for myself. Okay, you know, you can sit there for a minute. It's okay to feel like crap. You gotta feel, you gotta be able to feel it to get over it, but you have to get up, see it, take it for what it is, no matter what you're recovering from, facing that reality. Embracing the ugly is what I refer to it as because it's usually painful. In some cases, you may have let yourself or someone else down, and you might have to pull back from a promise you made, or you might have to just take a good long stare in the mirror and realize you did this to yourself. Recovery is usually painful. You're embracing what you're about to move into, which is going to be a lot of hard work. Whether it's physical or mental or both, it's going to be hard work. The next thing you're going to need to do is protect your pulse. When I talk about your pulse, it's in relation to your body and your boundaries. You got to put yourself in the situation and the mindset and the environment of the people that are going to feed you good energy. People that are in the same headspace of where you want to be. not necessarily of where you are of where you want to be it also means protecting your calendar no matter if this is a physical thing or a mental thing there's going to be homework you're going to have to schedule that in i remember when i quit smoking and uh, this was you know going on a couple decades now and i still remember well maybe not a couple decades but you know 15 years or so i i remember that um i was going through you know the the withdrawals and all these weird things were happening to my body i i quit cold turkey and i was i was having anxiety i was having all of these symptoms that i i'd never experienced before a foggy head i i thought i could like sleep it away i thought i could you know work it away so i would I would daily go and check into the Quit Now site, which was a lot of people just like me that had had just quit smoking. And they were, they were talking about all their symptoms and stuff like that. And every time that I would log in, I felt like, oh my gosh, I could feel my heart rate getting higher. I could feel my symptoms getting deeper. I could feel myself feeling sorry for myself. And it actually would increase my trigger. So Take a look at the people around you. Make sure you have people around you that know you for your strong self, the stronger version of yourself than you feel when you're in a state of, oh, crap, I need to, I need, I do need to fix this, right? Um, You have to remember to, like, in when protecting your pulse and protecting your calendar, that when something new is scheduled in, something else has to fall off your plate. So you sometimes, things that need to be cut out, like, you know, do I need to be scrolling social media? Is that helping me? Or is that feeding the yucky stuff? Is it feeding the ugly? Do I need to take on an extra client right now? Do I need that extra load? Because I'm, you know, really trying to take things off my plate. So these are just like examples. Sometimes things need to be postponed, even though you know that you're letting someone else down. So the homework that you need to move through during this time is going to give you more capacity in the long run. If you're feeling broken now, it'll only get worse if you continue serving the things that don't matter the most to your recovery. So when I know I'm going to have more hours and more of my mental and physical capacity being a caregiver, maybe it's not the time for a marathon. <laughs> maybe it's time to cut back a little bit. And listen, like if it's something physical and you you're you're coming back from injury, and you're you're trying to continue to exercise and work through the injury because you're afraid of like um, you know gaining weight because you're not exercising as hard been there, done that, you know what? Your body is not going to fall apart. Actually, you're going to increase the cortisol and you will gain weight if you continue to try to exercise while your body's trying to repair something. If you focus on a lighter intensity training, um, you can allow more space for recovery, even though it doesn't feel like you're burning as much or you know keeping going as much you got to let off the gas protecting your pulse is protecting everything that you're going to need to do maybe it's internal work that you need to work through when you're doing internal work you have to make the time number 1 to do those self discovery sessions so it's journaling it's it's talking to a coach or a professional or someone in the mental health field Um, where you're trying to go, and you're going to need time to absorb what is transforming for you in the moment. So I've had sometimes sessions with my transformation coach where I'm, you know, we've had such a good breakthrough, you know, book uh, book an appointment with him in the morning and had such an incredible breakthrough on something that it's taken me so much energy for that transformation to happen i'm i'm working at a 50 percent capacity for the rest of the day so you have to allow yourself the time for the transformation to occur because transformation is different it is a transformation that's happening in the moment recovery is hard whatever you're recovering from it is hard work you got to protect your pulse protect your energies and protect your calendar and the next thing that's probably not going to come as a surprise is that you have to practice you have to show up for it every single day if it's physiotherapy you have to be there every single day working those muscles into back to where they were supposed to be if it's mental you have to be there every day with yourself working through something journaling gratitude All the things that you're being told that you need to do to boost your mental health, you have to show up every day. Now, some days you might have to scale back a little bit on like time, you know? So like if you say you have a self-care routine and it takes you an hour in the morning and you have a really busy day, well, what can you do to make that half an hour and still do the activities? Don't neglect it. That's where the results come. If you show up every day, you're going to get a win. It might be a small win, but you're going to get a win. And you need to celebrate those wins. Like, really, literally celebrate those wins. Even if you're the only one that's celebrating, you don't need anyone else to tell you you're doing great. To celebrate you. Oh, you can tell I get a little rised about this. <laughs> The bottom line is recovery is not one and done. Recovery is an ongoing process because once you've been somewhere that you need to have it in your life, it's going to continue to be a part of your life, whether you want it to or not. In the last two years myself, I've become more in tune with recovery than ever before. Just out of pure necessity. To keep my perimenopausal symptoms at bay. You know, things change as as our lives change. Plus, not to mention in the last couple of years, we've kind of had a little thing going on in the background. And that all adds, there are silent triggers that chip away at your mental health, at your mental stress that we don't even know. So it's about the things that we can control. That we need to take control of, because there's always going to be something that you can't control that's going to come in on your life. It just happens. You know, you've heard that saying. Oh, it's just one thing after another. Things always happen in threes. So, adopting a recovery mindset is really a preventative medicine for the mind, body, and the soul. And how do you know if you need to prioritize recovery? Symptoms can show up as fear, anxiety, and depression. Other times things can show up as like a random pain, physical pain. And of course, if you're not paying attention and you just continue to ignore it, it can show up as as an injury, a full-fledged injury, or even um, illness. You know, you get a cold. I'm not going to say the other. If we take that and transform that into a mental health or some other different type of recovery. Um, it's the same thing. You're gonna be pulling up the uh, pulling up that external work. You're gonna be doing the internal work, and uh, if we ignore it, um, we're we're really holding it all in, and our body starts to talk back. If you do the work you're gonna be able to find the connections to your trigger points. So going back to my example of when I quit smoking, I was doing the work of quitting smoking every day and keeping myself busy, and I was eating apples and carrots and learning how to make a mean apple crisp and you know gaining weight like bananas and trying to go to the gym and run it all off, but I was keeping myself busy. But I would hit a trigger point and I would start to feel lousy and anxious and completely out of control. Every time I would log into that Quit Now site, and it's there to help, but it was a trigger for me. So you need to be able to find the connections to the trigger points so that you can find the people or the things or the solutions that you can add to your toolbox that give you that energy of where you want to be. Not where you are, where you want to be. The path forward will reveal itself if you do the work. No matter what you're recovering from, there is help all around you. It's up to you to accept it. I know this is like a meaty, kind of weighty topic, but it's, it's something that um, I, I don't take lightly. It's, it's something that's, like I said, it's a continuum. Um, and I feel like it's preventative medicine to know how to decompress yourself, to know how to reach out for help, to know that um, people do want to help you. And not the number one thing to really understand when you're in this state of recovery, um, for whatever it is, is that you are the driver. You can make the change. you are more powerful, more beautiful, more successful than I think you give yourself credit for i I can say that because you know I've had to say that to myself um a few times over the years, you know, and we're talking about forty eight years, so there's a, a recovery can be big and it can be small you know I've certainly had a lot of small ones and a couple big ones and the 48 years of my life. And, and, um, you know, you know, you can always reach out to me if you've listened to this podcast and, and it's touched you. And, um, I'm, I'm just an email away. Uh, you can send all your emails to Karen Wilson online at gmail.com. As I said earlier in the podcast, I love to hear from you. And uh, know that I really appreciate you spending this time with me and and listening. And wherever in the world that you are right now, um, there's someone, yourself, that needs you to be strong so that you can continue to be, do what you do, because you're amazing. I know that people that listen to podcasts I know that you listen to podcasts because you are a fan of personal development. I know that um, if you're a fan of personal development and listening to a podcast like this, you are you are absolutely limitless. So let's keep on rocking these ideas in motion by making sure that our recovery mindset is part of, of our plan, part of our work plan, you know, part of our Everyday life is not so much what are you doing to get done on your to-do list, but what what are you doing to uh, really put a fortress around your recovery uh, so that you you can keep conquering that to-do list because the world needs people like you. so much. Thanks for tuning in today, and I look forward to talking again next week. Uh, if you like the show, please take a moment and subscribe and give me a a review. <laughs> it does help other people find us. Like I always feel shy. Could you please give me a review? It's like that's just that's just me. That's my authenticity coming through. Next week I will publish the podcast on authenticity, and um, it's it raises another topic around kind of where this podcast started is like I still have my very first episode up with about five or six minutes of completely dead space on it because the whole part of it was like the the whole message of this podcast is 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 just show up just show up and continue to practice and you will you will get better and um don't let you know, anything or anyone on their journey make you feel like less than the fact that you need to make the mistakes and the bumps and the, and all of that stuff to, to be able to be the vision of success that you have for yourself. So I don't take our time together lightly and I look forward to when we can meet again. Take care.